0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Antonio Brown is an NFL player. Well, I don't know if he's an NFL player anymore. He was an NFL player, um, but he made some questionable decisions in his career. And one of them included walking out. The most recent uh, scandal was he walked out on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was playing in a game, got frustrated. Remember, he took his jersey off. In and, the end zone, yeah. Yeah, and, and was jumping and gestured to the, the fans, walked out of the game. It was like the third quarter or something. <laughs> yeah. Walked out of the game against the Jets, and he got in a like an Uber or a cab and just left. hmm So, Antonio Brown, he wanted to set the record straight. He took to social media, and he has posted his biggest career regret. (laughs) Quote, direct quote from Antonio Brown. My biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker. Or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet. What? Or throwing rocks at that UPS driver. And it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jets stadium <laughs> mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Mm-hmm. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but... But I can't imagine what that was like for all of you to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. <laughs> the Beatles or Jesus? Maybe together. Well, I think the Beatles would be opening up in that in that scenario. In that, yeah. I know they thought they were bigger than Jesus and there <laughs> might be some posturing involved. But I, I think Jesus would be the headliner. If he was performing at Red Rocks.
0: Jesus Christ!
2: Jesus Christ! Another
1: band. Red Rocks, famous uh, concert venue in Colorado. They, on their social media account. Uh, retweeted Antonio Brown's comments and said that Jesus set was fire (laughs) good thing about going to a Jesus concert is you save a lot of money because if you want wine you just have to buy a water
2: oh true he waves his hand and one guy in the crowd just gets one fish stick and there's enough for everybody somehow yeah
1: Yeah. when Jesus performs live at Red Rocks (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this is disappointing Jim We may have been fooled by former NFLer Antonio Brown. We're reading a quote that appeared on social media posted by Antonio Brown yesterday about his regrets in the game of football. And he said his biggest regret was never getting to see himself play live. And compared him playing live to seeing the Beatles
2: or Jesus performing at Red
1: Rock's Amphitheater
2: in Colorado. Yeah. He says watching replays of the game of him him playing not not the same. He wanted to be in the stands to be electrified. Yeah. But we thought it was hilarious. We're like, we didn't know Antonio Brown was this funny. He had this great of a sense of humor. Turns out he doesn't or maybe like kind of does but basically the story headline now is from Fox Sports Antonio Brown fools social media after sharing spoof quote revealing biggest regret
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: So he didn't say that himself. He saw the meme that somebody had made. About, yeah, on Monday was
2: the time the meme was made. And then he reposted it. Signed it, sincerely, AB. Like it was his, his own quote. Okay,
1: well, can you blame people for thinking it was him, including us?
2: <laughs> no, I don't think they're throwing blame around like, Oh, they really got you, but uh, honest mistake. It, i'm disappointed i was really i was like this guy's got a personality we got to get him on a reality show here soon it, it is a pretty funny quote i don't know if
1: i would have said just kidding on that one if i was antonio brown i would have taken full credit
2: well i think it's i think he didn't say just kidding i think the internet detectives were like wait a second you figured it out yeah. okay
1: well we apologize for giving you false information about 40 minutes ago on the program <laughs> we thought it was a b This
0: is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: What is wrong with this Ezra Miller character? Hmm. He is the actor who plays The Flash currently in the DC movies. Uh, He was in the Justice League there, and he's got his standalone Flash movie that is set to come out in the near future. Well, maybe, but now this headline this morning police unable to locate mother and her three kids who were staying
2: with Ezra Miller in Vermont. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> I heard about this family, though. This came up a few months ago, and he was like, he had this bizarre relationship with them where he's kind of like controlling them or something like that, or controlling the kids. And, and there was like, the neighbors were concerned about it. I think maybe extended family were worried about his relationship with the family. The good news is they don't suspect Ezra Miller of
1: foul play. They don't think he harmed the family. They think that he is hiding the family somewhere because the authorities want to take the kids away from the mother because apparently she is not doing a very good job of mothering. Hmm. So it's it's a child safety concern. They want to find the kids, and they suspect Ezra Miller is lying about knowing where they are. Hopefully that's just it. <laughs> I know it, it, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. the best case scenario here. At this point, yeah. But this guy—he's been in in legal trouble, like. Filming down in Hawaii, he was arrested twice. Once at a karaoke bar when he got up on stage, started yelling obscenities, uh, grabbed a microphone. Remember, he. Stop he,
2: singing. Don't stop believing. I hate that song.
1: Remember, he choked a woman like a fan came up to him and he choked a woman. That video went viral a while ago. His second arrest in Hawaii, he threw a chair that struck a woman in the head uh, back in April. He, uh, yeah, like, I don't know what his goal is, but it almost seems like he's trying to be like a cult leader (laughs) because he's been uh, accused of grooming young girls who have been staying at his houses. Like R. Kelly style. Uh, He got charged this month, just on Monday, he was charged with going into an unoccupied house and stealing several bottles of alcohol. So he's facing a felony burglary arrest. And now this thing with this family who was staying with him has now gone missing. So not a good look. And I'm sure Warner Brothers, as they get ready to release the Flash movie are in full panic mode.
2: It's just so weird. I'm surprised, like, DC Warner hasn't distanced themselves completely. Like, a bad tweet can get you completely removed from the cinematic universe. Yes, canceled forever. This guy... Throwing chairs at ladies.
1: I don't know what the excuse is, but there is now talk that they have three options. One, Ezra Miller's mom has been accompanying him... (laughs) He's a grown man. His mommy has to look after him. Has been accompanying him everywhere he goes. And they're talking about putting him in some sort of program, getting him help. And they may be able to release the movie if he gets the help that he needs. And he could still be involved in promoting the film. They release the movie and they don't have him promoted at all. That's option number two. Option number three, Warner Brothers is discussing doing what they did with the Batgirl movie. And just not releasing it at all. Hmm. This would be unprecedented. The first time a $200 million blockbuster movie would not be released. They, they say they can't do the reshoot thing. Like Remember Kevin Spacey, when he got uh, in, in his trouble, they reshot All the Money in the World, I think, was the film.
2: And replaced they replaced him
1: w- with Christopher Plummer. Yeah, yeah. They put Christopher Plummer in there and they did it pretty quickly and they were able to do it because Christopher Plummer uh, or Kevin Spacey was not in every scene. They say Ezra Miller is in every single scene in the Flash movie. Yeah. He's the Flash. So they did. They don't see any way that they could reshoot the movie. They just have to scrap it completely. Yeah.
2: I don't think it's fair if you just scrapped it because then every person who was on it—the director, the director of photography—every all little that thing, work is gone. It's all gone. The resume is over. But it's it is weird though because it's like they're trying to protect the movie and not all the people surrounding Ezra Miller. Like he's a complete liability, and it and it's they're lucky that it's only got this bad. Because at one point, well, let's it, find this family first. Which, like at one point are you weaponizing <laughs> and enabling this guy by giving him more money, putting well, him in well the spotlight? That's it. If they release the movie, his yeah.
1: contracts, and and I'm sure Ezra Miller, if this thing comes out, he's going to make a ton of money off it. And you really want money going to a guy who behaves like this? I wouldn't want to support him.
0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: It's been a while since Jim has written a, a parody song. I was inspired. And that's what it takes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you You just have
2: to have the idea come to you instead of working at it. Yeah, you're struck with something. And I was struck with something. It was my buddies. Like, I have a couple buddies who still chew tobacco. To this day, I've tried a lot of things, enjoyed a lot of them. Chewing tobacco I've tried, never got it. Don't like it at all. And neither do my buddies, girlfriends, slash wives. And so I started thinking, like, how did this relationship even happen? Why is it still going on if it bothers you so much? So that's how the song was Was birthed Okay Oh my god Scotty is so cute Wow He just looked at me I'm melting Wait Is He He's not He He's not chewing tobacco Is he Don't tell me he's a dipper She saw him playing hockey He walked up to the after party He said girl She said hello He reached into his pocket Hold out some skull You know he'd be chewing. She wasn't really into it when she kissed him on the lips while he still had a dip in. She threw up in a trash bin but still couldn't quit him. She's in love with the dipper. He's in a dip and he's scolding, and he spits in a cup from Chipoltons. She's in love with the dipper. In her heart he's where he's staying, but all his front teeth are decaying. She's in love with the dipper. She asks and she begs and she pleads him. To switch to sunflower She's seeds in love And with the <laughs> her living room hasn't smelled right Since <laughs> he spilled his pick up on her carpet Ew, that's disgusting! Get out of here now and never come back! Okay, okay. But what if I turn my hat around backwards like this? Ah, uh, okay. You can stay. She's in love with the dipper <laughs> The, the dippers do like to wear their hats backwards. It's a, it's a style. It's a character, right? This yeah, is a, this is a real guy who exists. Oakley sunglasses, hat backwards, big old dip, horking into that Tim Hortons cup. Hundred <laughs> percent. What song was that? In love with a stripper. Don't you know the T-Pain song? I'm in love with a stripper. It sounded
1: familiar, but. <laughs> It's not it's
2: not one that pops up in
1: in many of my playlists no? there, Jim. You're not going to the right places. I'm in love with a dipper. Yeah. T <laughs> we'll, Pain. We'll post the uh, the video because I'm sure there's many people who who know dippers out there that need <laughs> to hear that song. We'll post it on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. We are joined by a Taz and Jim listener who's gonna tell us about this professional ice hockey fighting league. <laughs> called Ice Wars. His name is Kyle Zavitz, and you're pretty excited to be on the air with us, I understand. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: (laughs) I can't believe I'm
2: talking to you guys right now. I listen to you guys like every morning, so this is awesome. (laughs) That's sweet, man. (laughs) Yeah. So you've been getting into the ice box, I hear, Kyle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Just uh, this past Saturday was matched up with uh, Bo Cornell from Edmonton, Alberta. So hometown boy. Um, I mean, I lost the fight, but it's uh, this is just the beginning. Ice Wars is uh, it's
4: going to blow up. It's going to be huge. So,
1: How long has this been I'm, going on? I, I haven't heard of Ice Wars. Professional uh, ice hockey fighting league. Yeah, They've taken the hockey out of the fighting.
2: Yeah, it's in Basically, an octagon yeah, still for the fight, but it's on ice. You got skates. You're wearing some gear. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, prize fighting on ice is what they're
3: calling it. So, hockey enforcers. Um, they did their first event. Uh, May 27th, I believe it was, in uh, Edmonton. Second event was
1: just uh, this past weekend here on Saturday night. So, How did you get uh, involved? Uh, you're a construction honestly, worker you're, by day, yeah. right?
3: Honestly, yes. Yeah, I uh, frame houses. So um, I, I just saw an Instagram post uh, from the first event. I said, this is epic and I want to be a part of this. So I reached out to them and they decided to give me a shot. So... Were you always yeah. a
2: hockey scrapper or just like a fighter outside of hockey? Oh yeah, I, was, or? I was the I was the goon of the team. I mean, I haven't played competitive hockey since
3: I was like 17, but I oh, uh, I played bandits going up until like until I was like 17 and then that's basically when I uh discovered women and didn't want to play hockey anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I realized I wasn't going to the show anytime soon, so Well, you're in it now, I'd, but figured I call it quits. Yeah. What's yeah. so
2: how does the round, like, how does the system actually work? Is it, yeah, what's the setup? Yeah.
3: So it's uh, two one minute rounds. Uh, I think it's 30 seconds in between rounds. So, I mean, a hockey fight usually isn't, I mean, the, the reps usually break it up in the first 20 seconds. So, even going a minute, just the endurance you need to do that. I, I trained for six weeks going into this, and I still didn't train hard enough. So, can't wait to be back for the, the next event. Kind of go from there. Hopefully I work on the cardio a little bit more. Do you what? know when the next event is? Do you have to qualify
2: for it? How does this
3: work? Yeah, so as of right now, there's nothing set in stone. Uh, next event is, they're, they're talking about like October, maybe November. Um, they're not sure where they're going to do it yet, but it's, it's going to be an epic event. And, but you will and be fighting in, in this, guy. To- I hope so. I hope so. Yeah.
1: Can you pick what you wear? Do they give you jerseys
2: or can you wear your own jerseys? Uh, no, they they have Ice Wars jerseys. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. What oh, about yeah.
1: your helmets? Can we get stickers? What I'm thinking oh, yeah. is, oh, I yeah. want I... Kyle to be our guy. Yeah,
2: we yeah. we will promote your your
1: Ice Wars so hockey fighting career. You'll be our guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But yeah. you have to like if we can get a sticker, a Taz and Jim sticker oh, yeah. on your helmet. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh yeah, we can do that for sure. And he, I want and I want
2: to wear a big cold gold chain and walk out with you at your yes. next fight. If we could, <laughs> Taz could, oh my
3: god! <laughs> oh yeah, that would be awesome. That'd
1: be epic. You can thank yeah. us if you win in your your oh, speech yeah. afterwards. Mm. But we yep. want you to be our guy, okay? Oh, and we'll awesome, get guys. the entire awesome. Taz and Jim listening area behind you. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Honestly, that was the biggest
3: thing. Is not a lot of people know about this right now, so we're trying to spread the word and. I know that, like being from Canada, man. Like I know that this is gonna. Once people realize what this is, this is this is gonna blow up.
1: Do you have a nickname, Kyle? Like, what are uh, we calling you? Yeah,
3: we're going uh, with Prime Time.
1: Prime, Prime Time. Time, Kyle. Yeah. Prime Time Zavitz. Watch for oh, yeah. him on Ice Wars. Where do we even get to see these fights? Uh, so these were on uh, Fight TV. Uh, it's a pay per view. Right. Um, I, I
3: believe it's it was like twenty dollars US for the for the pay per view. So.
1: It's a, so it's a, you have to order the pay per view. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Same with UFC. How much do you get paid? Uh, I don't want to go into details here.
3: I don't want to go into details okay. on there. But, there but enough that you know want to I'm do it, to it again, face. right? Enough yeah, that I don't know if I'm allowed. Enough that I will go and get punched in the face again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and wanna- the
1: tax man <laughs> don't need to know about it.
3: No, exactly. Yeah. Okay.
1: He's our guide, Kyle Primetime Zavitz. We'll uh, keep you posted when the next Ice Wars fight goes down. It's
2: <laughs> a yeah. fight stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks for letting us know about this, pal. It's pretty exciting. All right but we're thanks, serious uh,
3: thanks, thanks for having me on here guys that's awesome
1: I, yeah, we love I, it we I want still, to be part feels, of it
3: still feels surreal still feels surreal that I'm even talking to you guys right now okay so, go
1: uh, awesome. jump rope or something dude you got some cardio yeah. to do
0: oh yeah this is the Taz and Jim podcast
1: yesterday Motley Crude drummer Tommy Lee decided to remind everybody that he's packing some heat posted packing some meat packing some meat Posted a full frontal nude picture of himself on multiple social media platforms around four in the morning. Your move, Ringo. (laughs) (laughs) Which is usually the, I'm going to post a full frontal nude photo (laughs) of myself time.
2: Often a text. (laughs) This one public. Yeah, Not, uh,
1: not often you see that happen at... At four in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tommy still hasn't said why he did it. Um, Some speculating that uh, his junk had become a bit of a comedic prop or a joke because of the Pam and Tommy um series that was just released he wanted to remind everyone it's not a special effect <laughs> this thing is real i will give some credit though for the uh, the special effects artists who worked on that movie because seeing the picture yesterday they they really found all the intricacies
2: what <laughs> Every
1: single vein
2: is in the same it, spot. It looks.
1: I haven't done a side by side comparison, yeah, but somebody got a plaster cast. But I'm like, yeah, that's that's what it looked like in the movie, uh, <laughs> man. Um, but he has had the picture removed by Instagram and Facebook. It is still up on Twitter, and you may be asking yourself why. Well, there's different policies on those social media platforms when it comes to nudity. Instagram, Facebook's policy on nudity, they don't allow nudity on the platform but do offer a handful of exceptions such as post-mastectomy scarring and women actively breastfeeding. Uh, Obviously not um, what Tommy Lee was doing in that picture. Mm -hmm. Uh, On Twitter, they're a lot more lenient Hmm. They do allow nudity. You'll
2: really? s-
1: You'll see straight up pornography on Twitter, but it has to be consensual. You may not post or share intimate photos or videos of someone that were produced or distributed without their consent. So if mm. you take a picture of yourself naked and you post it on Twitter, fair game. You got the rights to your own picture. Which is why Tommy Lee's uh, unit is still... Hang in
2: there. There you go, everybody. <laughs> you can find it on Twitter. Find- I haven't seen the uncensored version. I don't know if I'm that curious to see it, but... I will say, I, I, have you ever taken a
1: picture of your junk, Jim? Yeah. If you can take a picture from far away and it still looks big, you know it's big. <laughs>
2: See, right? I like to get close as yeah. possible. There's you can't even see my thighs. Nothing to compare scale to.
1: The the you get the angles. You kind of make it look like the CN Tower from the from the ground, and it helps with perspective a bit. See, yeah, yeah. But if you take the picture from a distance and kind of from the the top looking down, and it still looks big.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's big. See, I like to get a small novelty spoon and place it beside, <laughs> so that people are thrown off. <laughs> I have some. Uh, I had some quarters made that are <laughs> yeah a I, third the size of a real quarter. I put a comb beside it, but I don't tell anybody it's a mustache comb.
0: <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Hey, just a heads up, Ryan in the Y One Hundred Eight Studios, our Hamilton producer. I want to talk to you here in a second, Ryan. So get ready to to respond when we <laughs> throw it to you. Clean your throat. Uh, you were off last week, Jim. Yeah. I talked to Ryan. I went on a trip to New York with my wife, mm-hmm. and we were talking about uh, traveling by air and how it's become quite a hassle out of Canada, especially Pearson. <laughs> and Ryan revealed he has never been on an airplane before. Hmm. Okay. He's still young. He's still early 20s. But, Pretty wild. Uh, He's never man. been out of the country either. No way. So we have to get Ryan on an airplane. We have to get him out of the country at some point. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see if he's a... Uh... Ryan, you there? Hi, guys. Hey, buddy. So you don't have a passport? No, I don't. Hmm. Start that process,
2: Ryan, okay? It'll take six months.
1: Yeah, because we want to get you, uh, get you moving here and
2: traveling as soon as we can. All righty. All right? Are you nervous about flying at all? Is that part of it? Uh, not really. I've just never really had the opportunity to take a flight anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I I flew somewhere when I was 18, but then didn't do it again until I was 25. So if I never did that 18th... How old are you, 24? I'm 22. 22, still young. That. Okay. Well, maybe, I don't know why I was so shocked by, by the fact that you've never been on an airplane. Well, how old were you on your first flight? You weren't one of those Disneyland kids, were you? No, but I... I I have
1: my mom has a lot of siblings and they live all over the place like we have family in Montana. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So and out west. So uh-huh. I'd be flying out west to visit my aunts and uncles and and going to the US at a young age and, and through my childhood. So I just I guess I just took it for granted. And maybe there's more people out there
2: who haven't been on an airplane than yeah. I realized. Stop flight shaming Ryan, would you?
1: <laughs> but you it's something you want to do, right
2: Ryan? Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, cool. We'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, another thing you want to do is see the Thai Cats win a football game, right? <laughs> that would be really great. <laughs> They're playing tonight? Yep, 7.30. Is it a home game? Home game, and it's the Argos, too. Ooh. Yeah, last time they played the Argos, it didn't end well. Started off great, but it
2: didn't end well, Correct. Yeah, that's kind of been every game this season. So they got one, I think one win maybe so far, right? Yeah, and a lot of these losses are games where we're starting really strong, and then as soon
3: as
1: the second half starts, it's like the team is, uh, it's not the same team hmm. as in the first half. Ryan's got season tickets to Tim Horton's field. You'll be going to see the Thai Cats with Dad tonight, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Right on. Well, enjoy the game. Let's get a big W here. I, I'm going to be at the Labor Day Classic. I'm taking my son. It's going to be our first cat's experience. Nice. I can't wait. Coming up
0: quick.
2: Well, I'll see you there.
0: People will come, Ray. They'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. They'll turn up your driveway, not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course... We won't mind if you look around, you'll say. It's only $20 per person. They'll pass over the money without even thinking about it. The it is money they have,
1: the peace they like. $20 per person? Is that all it cost to see that Field of Dreams uh, MLB game last night? I doubt it. <laughs> Let's find out. Rick Lee, one of our Chorus Radio co-workers, was in Iowa for the
4: cornfield game. $20? Does that sound about right, Rick? You know, in the movie, because they were playing Field of Dreams on TV when I got back to the hotel. Um, I think in the movie it was like $7 for a beer and back then uh, for a beer and a hot dog. And that was not the prices at all. <laughs> it was $7.75 for one hot dog. You, huh. like, yeah. um, you got to no, the
1: field early, right? You were there around 2 or 3 in the afternoon.
4: Uh, yeah, um, I was, I wanted to beat the lineup of cars, which I did. And I think that played in, or I don't like, I was asking both of you how the game played out on TV. Cause I think just because once you get on the field, sensory overload, you're walking around like this. There's the ghost of every, like there's players dressed up as Chicago White Sox ghosts and they'll walk into the field with you and you'll disappear. And then you walk back out and it just, it's do it just, Every aspect of that movie was on site basically. um the play I ran into two of the actors um they they were very nice. Um, just the father son playing catch thing. people were playing catch everywhere almost got hit with, by several balls
1: you <laughs> 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 ghost what was the, yourself what was the tribute to Ray leota like?
4: Uh, it was really nice to, because Kevin Costner's uh, voice was over the speakers and that, that was really good that was in between innings they had a lot of feel the dream stuff in between innings um, that seventh inning stretch I don't know if you guys talked about it that was interesting because I looked over to see what what's what's happening I, I don't know if you you talked about that or whatever but um yeah uh, that was quite a <laughs> <laughs>
1: The hologram version of Harry Carey on television looked a little creepy. In the stands looking up into the broadcast booth, did it look like an actual person? Did it look like Harry Carey was back from the dead?
4: No, there was nobody there in the booth. I was like, what the heck is happening? And plus it's a home game for the Cincinnati Reds. So I don't know why, why why it was supposed to be, but... Um,
2: okay, yeah, so conflict. what we saw on TV, you weren't seeing. It was like a green screen in real life, probably.
1: Oh, that's... no. You call that a hologram? Like, holograms are supposed to appear and look... Three-dimensional. You know, like, like Scooby-Doo, you know? I want to see, like, ten projectors are set up. Sure. And it looks like the person is standing in front of you. Well, that's terrible. Yeah.
4: Well, you didn't even Chicago, get to see like, that? Yeah. You know, Well, no, I didn't. The Chicago White Sox ghost players were real, but the hologram was not. And, um, yeah, because all I saw was the big screen, and then they showed that. But then when I looked up at the booth, I was like, okay, there's nobody there.
1: When the starting lineup came out of the cornfield, I I wondered during the first game last time they did this, because the players walk out of the cornfield. Do you see the players going into the cornfield before the game starts? That would ruin it. They just kind (laughs) of wait there, or... They have some secret (laughs) corn path that they follow to get to where they need to be.
4: That's very interesting you mentioned that because they're right beside the movie site, right? They have their VIP area, which I was not a part of, like in the barn somewhere. Um, But when they have to get to the field, they have to walk through where people were walking through. Of course, they have their handlers, uh, but they actually have to walk. That's the most amazing part of the whole thing was getting to the stadium. You have to walk through... cornfield to get to the Major League Baseball part Hmm. of the stadium. And that was just mind-blowing. So this
1: was a bucket list thing for you. Did it live up to expectations? You spent a bunch of cash to do this. Was it worth it?
4: It was. And I'll keep telling myself it was. (laughs)
2: um, (laughs) Too late now.
4: (laughs) But guys, there was no bugs. There was no bugs at all. You would think that in the middle of ladybugs cornfield. Yeah, there's a, I don't know what they sprayed, but there was actually, once you have one light, like, try this in London or Hamilton if, in the middle of a field, and bugs will swarm to that light. There was mm. no bugs at all, and it was just The stadium itself, the MLB stadium, was very tight. Like, there was more room at Labatt Park in London or Bernie Arbor in Hamilton than there was at that stadium. So I understand why they want to build a permanent stadium instead of doing this temporary stadium. Yeah, well,
1: obviously this is going to be an annual thing. Next year, they're not going to do the Field of Dreams game because of construction. They're making it bigger. They're building hotels. They're making it more of a tourist (laughs) attraction. So good on you for seeing it before it becomes too commercialized.
4: You know what? I think they should bring it to London or to Hamilton or somewhere in the middle. Start moving it around. Mm -hmm. Various
1: cornfields around North America. Why not? We got corn here. (laughs) We got, hey, Mitchell, Ontario, where Jim Kelly is from. (laughs) It's the home of Cornfest every summer. I've walked out of a few cornfields. It was at 9 in the morning. (laughs) but (laughs) Jim's woken up in a few cornfields. Well, we're glad you had fun. Congratulations to the Cubbies who ended up winning the game Field of Dreams in Iowa last night.
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. If you build it, he will come.
1: Last night, the MLB Field of Dreams game, the sequel. We got a sequel to the ball game, not the movie. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, The first time they did this, uh, the the cornfield where they shot Field of Dreams in Iowa, it was incredible. It was a a special day, and people were talking about how are they going to top it. Once again, they had the players. This time, it was the Cubs and the Reds coming out of the cornfield at the start of the game. That was really cool. Um, They did a tribute to Ray Liotta. That was neat. But the moment everyone is talking about, is when an actual ghost was spotted in the cornfield. Huh? The ghost of Harry Carey. Take me
0: out to the
1: Legendary baseball Take broadcaster.
0: Me out to the, crowd.
1: the voice of the Cubbies for 16 years.
0: Find me and to jack.
1: He's also been dead for quite a while, yeah. so. How was he singing? Is this a hologram? Hologram. Oh. <laughs> it was a Harry Carey hologram. And boy, does it look just not right. Huh. You know, it's the technology is not quite there. What part of it doesn't look right? It's like the emotions, the face looks a little... Uh, polar Expressy, you know what I mean. <laughs> the man
2: has been raised from the dead, and you just think the CGI's off a little. It, it doesn't.
1: <laughs> it doesn't look real enough. It, it almost looks like something from your
2: nightmares. So it hasn't passed the uncanny valley. Right Yeah yeah. You can tell
1: that It's not a real person They had him up in the booth If you looked up You could see Harry Carey up there Waving his arm around While he was singing Yeah They went for it I think they would have been better off just getting Will Ferrell to show up at the game and sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" as Harry Carey. Hi, now
0: kid. We all know that the moon is not made of green cheese, but what if it were made of barbecue spare ribs? Would you eat it then? <laughs> what? I know I would. Heck, I'd have seconds, and then then polish it off with a
1: tall, cool Budweiser. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather, if you're a baseball fan, would you rather Will Ferrell be at the game impersonating
2: Harry Carey, or do you want to see a hologram? I mean, I love that Will Ferrell sketch, but I think he said he, he wasn't sure if he was going to do it again after Harry Carey died. But maybe he has since, but I, I, I specifically remember him saying he wasn't sure if it was uh Disrespectful? Insulting. Yeah, yeah. But it's been enough. It's been a long enough.
1: Is it any less disrespectful than uh, making a hologram? It, like, is that an honor to if have a hologram? If the family says it's okay, I'm sure you? they asked the family. And yeah, they must have. The Carries uh, uh, probably had to put the
2: stamp of approval on that. Yeah, maybe got a little kickback monetarily. I don't know.
1: Congratulations to the Cubs. Harry Carey's team pulled out the win 4 2 in a cornfield in Iowa last night.
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.